leader. Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch-Up Podcast. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, you're here. Let's hit the podcast, little freaks. This is Flex and Frooms on Cater. It's Flex and Frooms on Cater. And Flexi, I'm just going to come out and say it. Subletting is weird and gross. I know what you're thinking. The cost of living crisis is crisising. But I was thinking about it recently and I was like, I live alone. Now it's a new... It's a new moment in time. Don't tell Ted Bundy, please. <laughs> I guess not his time. So anyway, say whatever you want. <laughs> I've got a middle part, okay? I could be targeted. <laughs> Living alone, I'm like, if I go somewhere for a few weeks, I considered subletting my room until I thought about the realities of subletting. And I'm freaked out. I'm Talk freaked out. So I have a chair that I bought, right? It's a it's an expensive, beautiful chair. Cashmere, perhaps? What's it? Velvet? Velvet. Velvet. With fringe. And not the velveteer. This is a velvet moment. And I'm thinking I'm so scared to have someone sublet my room because they're going to sit their farty ass on my chair. And when they're in my bed, they're going to soak their sweat through it because there's not air conditioning. And when they're in my house, they're going to use my um, Le Creuset to cook spaghetti and get it all stained. I just don't know. Like, let's take the money out of it for a second. How do you cope with knowing that someone is in your house? Yeah. I guess it's more so like, you would be mindful of the person you're subletting to because I could never feel totally comfortable behaving in my homely way in somebody else's home because I'm assuming as gross as you think the person who's coming to sleep in your house is, I'm assuming the person who lives there is gross. So I'm not getting into your pots and pans like I would my own pots and pans. I'm not pickling. I'm not brining. You know what I mean? I'm just... <laughs> I start <You're>, fermenting. <laughs> no, you're um, you're boiling your moon cup yeah. in the, like Jamie Oliver pan. It's, it's a surface-based experience. You know, you're changing the, the, the sheets. You're not going through drawers. You're still living out of your suitcase. <laughs> The moon cup is rotting in the bathroom. <laughs> it's like stained. Oh, shut up. Listen, I'm just, I just like, I hate the idea of them rifling through my little things that they're grabbing See, mitts on my perfume. I feel like what's happening now is you are, and correct me if I'm wrong. I will. How we see the world is a reflection of how we are. Oh. So you presuming that someone's going to go in and start rifling and boiling moon cups. Dare I say, dare I say, <laughs> dare I say, I've never used a moon cup. <laughs> I would never use one of those. I put one up there once. Okay. And I nearly had to go to my friend's house who's a midwife You've got to, to break get it the out. seal, babe. Okay. Did you break the seal? What do you mean? You got, you've got to squeeze it to break the seal. So, okay, this is my gripe with the 21st century. <laughs> You people don't like reading instructions. I read the instructions. I got it up. I tried to push it up 15 times. It finally got up. I'm like, yes. I'm like, hmm. i got to get this thing out. <laughs> you always flex brooms. Press reset. <laughs> I don't really go on Facebook unless... Liar, liar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was immature of that me. Was but. Very immature. Yeah. I'm feeling targeted and you're being emotionally manipulative. Yeah. Um, no, I actually do go on Facebook a lot. Thank Mainly you. to go on Facebook Marketplace, which is a subsidiary of Facebook. I consider it very different. Fantastic deals on numerous house goods. Okay, Michaela has an anonymous source. An informant. An informant. Yeah. A mole in other terms. Who has sent in, <laughs> I won't dox a suburb. So they know who they are. Yeah. Okay, so there's a suburb group, like, for example, I'm part of Bondi Beach Local Loop. 
There's also Surrey Hills Local Loop, etc. The list goes on. This, let's call it poopy, poopy people of the suburb Poopyville. Someone, an anonymous member, writes, Hi, don't know if this is appropriate for here, but I thought I'd put it out. Wanting to organise an adult, that's in um, Bunny Rabbits, event in Poopy Land and preferably Poopy Land residents. If it's something that appeals to you, comment and I will contact. Thanks. Now, I don't know if this is a lot of engagement. 14 reacts, 37 comments. Is that pumping for a group like this? Well, the person seemed to think so because merely seven hours later, they write, okay, so the last post about this bunny rabbit adult event was quite hilarious and I enjoyed reading the comments. However, I was serious. (laughs) Crying face. Yes, it is what you think it is. Many names to call it, but I'll just call it triple X. Can I just pause for a second? (laughs) This person is messaging anonymously, but expecting that people with their full name and face are going to respond like (laughs) earnestly. To this post. I don't know. I'm a bit horny even reading it. He continues, intention, not a scam. Don't need payment. Don't need anything. Uh, Poopy Land has some great characters. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was worth calling it something else. And we thought winding down and just having a bit of fun is necessary in the time we're all in. I really like, what time is that? The unprecedented time. <laughs> the unprecedented times <laughs> were way back. I've forgotten about them. Um, I realised I didn't respect anonymity and if people yeah. are genuinely interested in organising something like this, feel free to contact in the email below. Uh, poopypantsx at gmail.com. Again, I enjoyed all the comments. And no, this isn't a scam or anything. That's what just a scammer an opportunity would say, To let loose, relax, meet new people and have a bit of fun. Take this how you wish. Okay, so <laughs> now there's intergroup <laughs> violence. So the poopy people group has now been implicated in another group called the PP Pant, which is another like suburb. So, so <laughs> poopy pant people, right? The the um PE the PP Pants are big mad about the passion pit being organised and feel excluded. And the people over in PP Pants write, hey pals, not sure if anyone saw the recent party invitation in the Poopy Pants community group, but quite frankly, I'm a bit pissed off that they excluded us. Not very neighbourly of them. I'm so bored of their superiority complex. I get that they have a cheese room in their IGA, big whoop. I propose we organise a bigger, better adult party to show them who is the better suburb. This reminds me as well. So last week I told everybody about... um, Bondi fitness dating singles mixer. Yeah, the mixer that I found (laughs) with the little um, flyer. And it was only for people who were fit and over the age of 35, which is quite upsetting to read. But I personally think that these groups are a great idea and it's a nice way to meet people. However, why are we so keen to hang out only with people in our local area? Is this suburb elitism? Do you think suburb elitism exists? Oh, 100%. Uh, 100%. I only hang out with people in the inner west. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Oh, I hang out with you. Yeah. In a work capacity. (laughs) 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 On the job. (laughs) (laughs) On the job site. On the job site. Is it suburb elitism or practicality? Because realistically, it's like if we're trying to organise something that's probably going to be the key phrase was like, we're just unwinding after a big day. Do I want to travel into suburb to unwind? No, I want to go down my street. I want to walk 10 minutes north and co-mingle with my community. This neighbouring suburb has proven their inferiority by being, yes. by being upset yes. that they weren't considered. Just make another one. But they want to make another one in spite of this suburb. You've proved you can't hang. If you really were about your suburb, you'd say, this is a great idea from said suburb. We should do our own adult party in our suburb. 
wouldn't it be great if one day we could join suburbs? So my friend who sent this to me, I can confirm that they actually don't live in this suburb. Oh. They live in the neighbouring suburb. Oh, and, and they've been lying. They tell everyone they live in Poopyville, but they actually live in Peepyville. Why? Because they are suffering oh. from the elitism. <laughs> <laughs> They're a victim. <laughs> Is PP Village like way? Is Poopyville way better than PP Village? Is. It's a better vibe. It's more artisanal. Like it's very neighbourly community vibe. Hipster coded. Whereas Peepyville is gentrified. It's like in its earlier stages of gentrification. Okay. So it's like if you know, you know, but you're not really hanging out in Peepyville. You maybe get a good good feed. But I can see why a Peepyville person would lie and say they're from Poopyville. Damn. People say they live in Bondi when they live in Randwick. Bondi Junction. Yeah. Bondi <laughs> Junction to Bondi Beach. You missed out the Junction King. <laughs> and it's not the same, but that's okay. And Randwick, similar, similar. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Flex and Frooms on Cater. Are you emotionally untrustworthy? That's the question we're trying to figure out the answer to today on Flex and Frooms. When we hear that statement, I can assure you that you're on the defense. More not me, not me. I'm a trustworthy person. Well, listen to this. Here's the thing with boundaries. When you're someone who says yes when you want to say no, you are actually emotionally untrustworthy. And what you just described is that Jen is emotionally trustworthy because she will tell you the truth about what she thinks, how she feels, what she wants, you're not guessing. This reminds me of a conversation Frumi and I had last week on air. And I was saying that I don't mind when people flake. Not that it doesn't offend me, it doesn't irritate me. These things are all true. But if someone's going to spend time with me, I want it to be enthusiastic. I want it to be like a, a heck yes, not a begrudging, well, I said I was going to, so I'm going to do it. And then when you get there, your back is up on the wall, you're complaining about everything, you're not down. And it's something that I've had to reckon with the more that I socialize with different people who don't necessarily feel kind of like an allegiance to me. You know, when your best friends, like, I'll do whatever because you're my best friend. Not everybody feels that close to you in the sense that they prioritize not offending you over how they actually feel. And so when I meet people who have strong boundaries in that sense, when they say, I actually have work, I can't hang out or, hey, like, I can't do a FaceTime right now. Like, I'm not feeling well. I'm like, well, it's different. It's different because it's like, yeah, I do that to people. So I'm like, yeah, I want that same thing in return. And I want to know that when you say things, I can trust it. In this instance, it's way more nuanced than like, do you say yes when you want to say no? Babes, <laughs> my boss being like, you don't, you're emotionally untrustworthy because <laughs> you came in today, but your vibes weren't there. Cal- okay, calm down. But I think we would all benefit from respecting when people tell us the truth even when it doesn't hit like we want us to. Not when they're scathingly honest, but when you're like, okay, I didn't want to hear that, but thanks for letting me know that you're not comfortable or that you, you know, don't feel like you want to share that experience with me, like clocked, got it, heard. Hard to do. I feel like we do that with ease and grace, you yeah, and I. Because we, we built we built that skill. In this instance, though, you know how they say how people treat you says a lot about themselves? Yep. 
it's really tricky when you don't know somebody well and you start to create a mental catalogue of what their behaviour means by using your own behaviour as a reference point. Wow. That is really dangerous territory and stuff that like we don't really like catch quick enough. So I might say, well, I would respond really quickly. Why haven't they? I wouldn't, by the way. But why haven't they? Or like, I would never say that. Why Why would they? Or if that was me, I would do this. It's like, well, that's not you. So let's find out what they're like and then measure their behaviour against their own behaviour. Yeah, it's um, hard to do. So hard. Everything's hard. Everything's hard. But I like that consideration. Flex and Frooms on Kato. Annabelle DM'd us via the Flex and Frooms Instagram, at Flex and Frooms, anywhere you get good Instagrams. And they've said, I've been thinking a lot lately about how I'm constantly reaching out to my friends to hang out and I've cast like three plus lines before someone actually takes me up on the offer. I sometimes get sad about it and just try and ignore people, but weeks and months go by and no one reaches out to me. I get that people have boyfriends and jobs, but I have a life too. It's actually so annoying and I feel like I'm probably the problem, but I don't know why. I thought this might be a topic for you to discuss. Have you experienced this, casting the net and having it? Yes, I think I have. I think when I first moved to Sydney about five years ago, I didn't know that many people. And to be fair, I don't know how good I was to be around. I would reach out a lot. I wouldn't say that I had like a stable group of friends for quite a long while of living here. But I also like wasn't that fun to hang with. Like I wouldn't eat with people. I like didn't stay out really late. I wouldn't drink. Like I kind of did all these things that weren't conducive to like making better bonds with people. So I can personally pin it on my own behaviour. However, I also know what it's like for people to move and like get harder jobs, get partners. And we are, if you're a similar age to us, a lot of people do have partners and do have jobs that are a bit more stressful than when we were, say, 22 in different ways. I wouldn't feel too bad about it. I know it's frustrating. I used to sometimes feel like something was wrong with me, but I also think you need to know that like a lot of the time it is circumstance and things change. Like there's been times in my life I've spoken about this where like I didn't feel like I had enough people to hang out with, but then other times I have an overflow of people. I think sometimes you need to voice things because sometimes people don't realise how many times you're reaching out. Like I've done a thing. I remember when I moved to Sydney, a few other girls had just moved up from Melbourne. I think they had a group chat and I was like, why? Like I I said something. I'm like, is there like a group chat that I can be part of to know what you guys are doing? Because I feel lonely. And they took it on board and we started a group chat that we still have. I'm someone who will bring up when they feel socially excluded. I've always been good at that. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Give people the opportunity to say, oh no, actually, like even if they're lying, let them know how you're feeling. Yeah. I would say as someone on the other end of the spectrum, I used to presume that people who would reach out first just wanted to socialise more than I did. It kind of often feels like when someone's constantly reaching out and you don't have that kind of reciprocated friendship that you're just another person on like the ring of people to ask to do stuff. Also begs the question, like, not all friendships and acquaintanceships are made equally. Are you the same tier of friendship as the people you're reaching out to? And are you the same level of priority? And you're not going to know exactly, but you kind of get a vibe. Like for me, I'm in my outside era. I want to be going out. I'm not trying to drag my homebody people to do that with me. I have to make new party friends, new going out friends, reach out to people that I've never reached out to before and said, hey, like, what's going on this weekend? Can I get a plus one? And that's what you have to do. So if your current cohort really aren't reciprocating that energy, I swear to you there are people who are. I like that. You've been listening to the Flex and Frooms daily podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.